Warped to Watch This Podcast, Game of Thrones edition. I'm Alan. And I'm Devin. And before we dive into this week's episode, there's something we need to talk about from last week. Something that we didn't see, we didn't catch, but the internet did. Guys, we, we messed up. We, yeah, we messed up bad. Um, if we had been the ones to find it, we would have um, would have been a lot better for the show down the line. But hey, it is what it is. But Alan, we would have been heroes. I know what this is. Yeah. Um, we, we, we totally missed the coffee cup. <laughs> yep. Can't believe I missed it. It's become such a meme and part of pop culture that I feel like we have to address it before we get into this loaded episode from this week. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this isn't even the first coffee cup on this show. It isn't? No, there's a scene where Jamie Lannister is holding a coffee cup in an earlier season. Is that real? I thought it was real. I thought I, thought I remember was... something about it. I thought that was fake. Maybe it is real. Oh, maybe it's fake and I'm just a dum-dum, but like, fine. Like this coffee cup made me so happy because it was just like, it was just there. It was so obvious. Well, it's not now. And that's what sucks. Like Did they edited it out. They edited it out like Aww. later in the week. They, 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 they were cool about it though. Cause they gave their response of that was a, that latte on, in the scene was a mistake. Daenerys ordered an herbal tea. <laughs> <laughs> That was the uh, official response. And then good job. And then Sophie Turner was on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon. And yeah. she, cause there's a picture of her going around holding a coffee cup like that. And oh, like, God. oh, it's hers. And she's like, no, it, it was Amelia's. Like it was definitely her. Like it was right there in front of her. Come on. <laughs> so, I love that. At least they're having fun with it. Um, good. Which they like, that's the only way to lean into it. You know what exactly. I mean? Or the only way to do it is to lean into it. Exactly. Okay. So, penultimate episode. Oh, boy, oh, boy. We got a lot yeah, to talk we, about. We're going to be here a while. Well, um, not only that. Okay. Yeah. We we have a lot to talk about. You know, you, you had something you wanted to say. Go go right ahead. Then we're going to get into spoilers right, right away because there's no way we can't. No, we can't be coy about this. So, there's... I've been reading a lot about Game of Thrones, like in the past couple of weeks, like fan reactions, people reactions, stuff like that. I feel like the way that you and I are interpreting the season, or at least are appreciating the season, is very different from how other people are. And I do want to at least address that when we yeah. start bringing up some of the things, because I was watching parts of this episode going, all right, that's cool. I get that. And then going, yeah, but what's the Internet going to say? And like that's that's kind of ruined some of my opinion on some of the shit in the show. Yeah, that's a, I definitely have the same reaction too because like even just looking at their initial reaction to this episode, there are things the internet's loved, and there's things the internet's like, oh, really? This is this is what we waited ten years for. All right. So, fun fact: I literally stopped watching this show eight seconds ago, so I haven't gotten to see any internet reactions yet. So I'm curious to hear what like initial responses from the world wide web. Uh, through the filter of Alan once we get to those things. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it sucks that we live in an age where the internet is going to react poorly to anything. Well, just anything in general. And I think like the naysayers of the internet end up getting more like, not green, but like more like attention than the people that are like, oh, I thought it was really well done. Great job. Yeah. No, there's definitely a lot of good things going on in this episode. There's a lot of things that are cringeworthy, but I think they're meant to be cringeworthy. I'm curious. I didn't cringe too much. I I just 
sag my head down at a certain point. Like, oh no, this this is happening, isn't it? Okay. Was, All right. Uh, well, well, let's walk through the episode then. Like, let's go like beat by beat. So, okay. episode started with Varus, with Varus do, right? With Varus doing Varus. Like, yeah. It's the spider sending out his webs. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I figured based on how last season or last episode worked. Like, good for him. He's doing it. Yeah, he he's all in at this point. Uh, he's sending out ravens. So I'm sure there's going to be a big payoff to that next season when or next episode when um, everyone knows John's secret. Because mm-hmm. he's spreading that shit. Like, he knows what's going to happen. Like, like Varys. Yeah. yeah, he saw it. He, he called it last week. He said it's no longer a secret. It's information. Yes. So, and I think he knew it was going to happen to him. My favorite moment with him in this episode, though, was before his execution. And he, he just says, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, but like, I, mean, I hope like, I deserve this. I'm going to be I'm going to be real weird about this. That was a sadder death for me than the than the one last week. Then Missandre? Missandre, yeah. Yeah. A little bit sadder. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot more to his care. We saw, we saw a lot more of him. Like, he's been around since the first season. Season She didn't mm-hmm. come in until season three. Right. And even then, when it's her stuff was mostly with Grey Worm and not so much with Daenerys. Like, she was like just they were kind, friends. Like, yeah, you definitely she, knew that they liked each other. Yeah, she was just kind of there. Right. Ver- where Varys is like, pulling strings and having confrontations with everyone in King's right. Landing and saving Tyrion. So, so I was thinking about it. Are there, now that we already talked about first death, are there more major deaths in this episode than in battle of Winterfell? I think, yes, I think, yo, definitely. Definitely. I it, comparing the battles. I enjoyed this one so much more. Holy shit. Me too. Um, because you not only could you see what was going on, but you could see what was <laughs> going on. Like you could see what was going on on John's face, like just his yes. reaction to everything going on around him. Yep. Um, and they did. It. We'll we'll get into the the battle later. Yeah. Because uh, I, I do have a lot of thoughts. Um, Good. Okay. So after Varys, well, then we need next we, is... let's stay let's stay with Varys for a second because they did something okay. very cool that I liked with this episode. Uh, so they when, when they take him out to to uh, his execution at night, and it's just yeah. everyone out by torches, I was like, I know what's going to happen. That dragon's going to pop out from behind her, isn't isn't he? Oh, and he then, called it. And, yeah, and he his head just came out slowly. It's like holy shit. Yeah, like I that was a cool that. shot though. I love that. Yeah, like that's the that's the that's how you use the dark. Like that's how you. Mm-hmm. effectively use the dragons and c- keep your CGI budget down for that shot. <laughs> there was a lot of really good shots this scene or this episode though. Yeah. Um, I need to look and like, see. We'll talk about more when one. we get to them, but like there were some real good ones. Yeah. Do we have a name for this episode yet? I don't think so. Let me see. I know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know either. Oh, the bells, the bells. That makes sense. I like that name a lot. Okay. So after Varys. Next is Tyrion, right? Yes. We so she goes to talk. Wait, what do you what do you mean by Tyrion? Doesn't doesn't he talk to Daenerys next? Yes. 
that was really a vague topic. He does a lot of this episode. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he talks to her about Varys. She's distraught, and I like who she's blaming for a lot of it, though. I yeah. like that she blames it on John. Because in a way, it is his fault. Like right. He, sh- he should have never told Sansa. Sansa would have never told Tyrion. But that's not who that's not who John is. Like the one thing they've done very well this season is kept John who he is. Yes, absolutely. Now, this is part of what what of the internet has been bringing up a lot is are they keeping Daenerys who she is while watching her go the way that she's going? Because I, the internet says that, like I feel like there is a little bit of whiplash because she is made up to be this amazing character, this like freer of freed people, like this awesome hero, and then now she's just losing her fucking shit. I think she's going she's gone through so much trauma in the last few episodes that yeah. it's changing her. I can so see that. I don't think it's that they're just changing her to change her. I think yeah. it's she's going through a lot of stuff. And Varys even said the Targaryens, like the gods flip a coin. It's how, what they're known to be. So it's gotta be something genetic too. So I think it has to be. Yeah. I think something deep down inside of her. Cause even if you watch the, the post show thing with the D and D where they talk about like the episode, they talk about they talk about when her brother died and got the golden crown. Yeah, and her reaction to that, like she, her brother was an ass, but she she felt no remorse towards towards it at all. That's true. So, I, I guess there are threads of this. Then, yeah, it's always been there. Um, like when Jorah betrayed her, like she dis like she didn't kill him, but she sent him away. Like that was the like nice, right away. That like, was the no nicest remorse. thing. Yeah, nicest thing she could have done. Like the nicest way possible. Right. Like she has three dragons then, so she didn't use them on him. She sent him on his way. Yeah. But she had all those these people around her to helping guide her through everything. And now that she's now that she's where she wants to be, she doesn't have that guidance anymore. So she's going off the rails. Right. So I think I think her arc makes perfect sense. It's heartbreaking, and it it might seem a little bit rushed. I I understand that aspect of the internet complaining about it, but I'm okay with it. I think people just – I think a lot of people have emotionally invested into her character, and they saw her as the ultimate good guy of the show. I think they did too, and like Ramsey Bolton said, this doesn't have a happy ending. Right, and I don't think it's supposed to, especially for a lot of how this char- these characters ended this episode. Yes. Um, okay, so... I really thought when Danny was talking to Tyrion after she's been in exile for so long, I thought that's when they were going to reveal that she was pregnant. You think so? I thought they were going to, but they didn't. No, I mean, that would have been interesting, though. I didn't even think about that. That's I just thought one, she was all That's upset. one thing that everyone on the internet was wrong about, including us, for this season. Like she's Right, because we said she'd be pregnant. Yeah, she's not pregnant with John's baby. so That's okay. Yeah. But I really liked how they made her look like she's losing it. Like, if you could just... Oh, yeah. Just her hair. And, like, Amelia Clark dyed her hair for this season, I think it's mostly for this episode. 
Oh, did she really dye yeah, her hair? She she's worn a wig the re- every other season, but this season she actually yeah. dyed it. Wow, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, like interviews for the last year when she was doing like solo press, like she was blonde, and that's why. Wow. So, but they did a really good job of showing her like in this bad Howard Hughes type state. So, <laughs> good way to describe that. Um. So, so yeah. So then after that was, I forget what happened after their talk. She talks to John. Oh yeah, that talk. That was a good talk. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Grey Worm and the 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 necklace thing that he throws in the fire? Sure. I, I think Grey Worm is just as gone as she is. Like You think so? I think they're each other's rocks right now and they're both like yeah. sliding downhill. Oh, I completely agree. It, I mean, it, especially what happens later in the episode. Like exactly. he's just like, I'm on her side unequivocally. It's like, stop it. Yeah. Um, so the John and Danny scene in this one. He's pretty much said that he, the way I took that scene is he doesn't want a relationship anymore, right? Yeah, I mean, that's basically how it is. Like, yeah, they kissed, but he, like, wasn't super into it. And she was like, well, it's hate then. Or, like, fear then. But, like, I mean, I, I think he's pretty much done with her. Like, I think that he is now more afraid of her. I think too many people have warned against her that, like, I think he can't be, I think he's with her. Like, not, like sexually or anything but like i think like she's still his queen but he's like this isn't gonna be anything else like that's how i took that scene yeah it definitely that definitely fits the character too yeah um like he'll be loyal to a fault but like he won't do any more than he has to now yeah okay so pretty much after that it's the battle you're forgetting one of my favorite scenes oh, which scene is that where Peter Dinklage let, or uh, Tyrion lets Jamie out. Oh yeah. So well, yeah. So they, well, I'm, I'm talking about them getting to King's Landing. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, you're you're not talking about that yet? No, I was. I was like, they they okay. get to King's Landing. So so okay. Here's where I'm a dum dum, and and help me with this. So, um, Arya and um, and the uh-huh. Hound yes. go down south. Like yes. the second the battle Winterfell's over, they're like, we're out of here. They don't wait for parties. They don't wait for anything. They're the first to leave. Jamie leaves after everyone else does. So his timing of everything makes sense. How are those two? So Arya and the Hound, how do they make it there after the army does? Is that another weird, like, I guess Daenerys just travels faster than everyone else thing? Or like, did I miss something? I don't know if they left before the armies. I think they left around the same time. Okay, then that would make more sense. Yeah, and I they they make a point of saying that Jamie tried to get around them, so he was taking like shortcuts. Yeah, so but that, he got and, caught. Yeah, cause, and the reason he got caught is so fucking stupid. How did he get caught? They saw his hand, his golden hey, hand. I, sorry, I'm making a face for those of you that can't see my face yeah. in this audio only podcast. That's annoying. I missed that detail. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, it's kind of funny because it it adds to the conversation between Tyrion and Jamie, which is at the heart of the show. Like, that's one of those relationships that's always been solid. And it was nice to yeah. have it. I could tell in that scene, one of them was not making it out of this. That was my favorite scene in the whole episode, though. Damn it. Like, Tyrion's literally risking everything in that that scene because he knows how to do this without bloodshed. 
he's giving his brother a chance and he's literally trading his life for that. Like the stakes are sky high for him. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it, we'll uh, have to come back to that then, but that scene is their submission for the, for the Emmys this year. Oh, absolutely. It is. Unless, unless Peter Dinklage has something else in the finale, which who knows he might. Right. Um, but the two of them, like that was my favorite scene in this episode too. Like the dialogue there was just fantastic. There's a lot of moments going forward in this episode that we'll get to that. I really enjoyed, but that scene as a whole was, was the the heart of this show. Like those character connections. And there's another moment later on that we'll talk about with other people. That's kind of the same thing, but a lot quicker. Um, so I like that they do that. I like that they take these characters, they put them in these crazy overblown situations that are like, how did we get here from episode one? But then they bring it all back around and they're like, look, it's still these two people. Here's still how they feel about each other. That hasn't changed. Yeah. And I also like that it's a callback. Like the, when we first really got to know Jamie Lannister, it was he was a prisoner. Yeah. So it was a nice little callback to the earlier seasons. It really was. Yeah. Okay. So the siege of King's Landing. Yeah. I forget Shit. how it starts. It starts with everyone just standing around waiting for dragons to show up. And then dragon shows up and takes out all the ships. The Iron Fleet. All right. Was this the cringy part for you? No. Was this the cringy part for you? A little bit. So okay. if if fleet was able to take out a dragon last time and like was so like intense with their arrows that they were able to like make her flee last time was dragon just better at dragoning this time. And like, that's just how she was able to take the whole fleet down. Like I, I guess she did the kamikaze or not the kamikaze, the like Japanese zero thing and flew out from the sun, like cool. But was that enough? Like, I think the difference between her attacking and them attacking was she was prepared this time. Before she got cocky, she wasn't expecting the Iron Fleet to be there. They shot it out. They shot her dragons out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So they had the element of surprise. This time they knew she was coming. She knew they were there. So she was able Mm -hmm. to be focused in and take out certain ships and zigzag pretty much. Like, I'm pretty sure it was just that she had a strategy going in there and it worked. I think you're right. And she flew lower. And like, you can tell they all had that, like, at least on the the tower, they had them all pointed up and not as down as she was. Yeah. So like that part definitely made sense. I just think she was like, must have been like more in the zone or something. Going back to the, uh, the scene from last week, I saw something online where somebody recut it so that it made more sense. And instead of, um, what, which, which dragon was it? It was Viserys, right? Whatever dragon died last week, I can't keep. Or Rhaegar, right? Yeah, it was Rhaegar. Rhaegar, whenever, yeah. Whenever Rhaegar gets shot, instead of it just coming out of nowhere, you actually see yeah. the, the Iron Fleet come in and like shoot and miss, and then like you actually know you uh, see. Oh, and then see, it took yeah. its shot. Yeah, you get to. That see makes them, so like, much more sense than like magical hidden fleet. I liked it a lot better. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like the the surprise element was just to like gut punch you and it's like i don't need like we just got through the battle of winterfell we don't need another gut punch 
Right. And and I agree. And I think that that's one of the bigger things the Internet's mad about is that, like, Daenerys should have seen the fleet. They sh- they like they're just boats in the water. Like they're not like hidden or anything like that shouldn't have been that much of a surprise. Exactly. OK, so then she takes out the Iron Fleet. Euronix es- escapes. Ugh. And then, right. OK, was that a cringy part for you, too? A little bit. But I think we got we got some payoff with it down the road. We did. Um. And she takes out the, what are they called? Scorpions on the Yeah, wall? the scorpions on the on the, the parapets. Yeah. And then she takes out the friggin' front door. That I was not expecting. I liked that scene and that like series of events a lot. The Golden Company was completely useless. Like I love, yeah. I love that Sushi just wasted her money. Mm-hmm. If they had those elephants, though, they might have stood a chance. But since they nah. didn't have, they didn't no, have the not elephants. Not even a little bit. Yeah, so then it's just bloodshed. Like it's like mm-hmm. it's like Mustafar on in episode three. Like it's just crazy. I had a problem with it that was bugging me the whole time. It was okay. really cool. I really loved it. But Peter or I keep calling Peter Dinklage, Tyrion had let Jamie out like that night. Why did it take him until they started attacking to start working through the city? Like, did he wait? Did he like I mean because my assumption was that the camp that he freed Jamie from was like the outside of the city. He should have just snuck in. I I don't know. That part, that was like the one part that I'm like, what was taking him? So I long? think there, I think it was like early morning when he did that. Okay. So I think that might be it. Sure. Because what I thought Tyrion's plan was, was to let Jamie into the city. Jamie convinces Cersei to leave with him. And then they leave in the morning and bring the bells first thing in the morning. And I thought that was it. So then, like, the second Daenerys starts, like, laying waste to things, I went, well, Peter Dinklage is going to die, and it's not going to mean anything. And, like, that part bothered me because I wanted his plan to work because he risked so much for it. Yeah, I don't know what the holdup was. I think it's just because you had so many people going into the city. Like, and that city's pretty big. So you had all these people going into the city and then going into the Red Keep for safety. Like, it was just hard. Like, he almost got in. Yeah. Like, I feel if he had left like five minutes earlier, if he hadn't stopped at Starbucks. <laughs> that was it. He stopped at Starbucks. Um, but yeah, the battle was cool. I, like, I you really could tell what was battle. going on. You could tell tactically where everyone was at. Like, it was what you wanted. I had a bad feeling going into it that it was going to turn a certain way. And I only felt that way because of the music. So they played. So? There was a theme that they played at the end of season six when Daenerys is on the boats coming and the dragons are flying overhead. That theme was playing here, but I don't know if it was just in a minor key or it struck a minor chord, but it just fell off. I was like, this isn't going to go well. Something bad is about to happen. happen. And And, oh boy, does something happen. Yeah. So So how how do we feel about the something that happened? Well, okay. Before we get to that, because that's gonna that's gonna be the the bulk of this episode. Yeah, we, we need to talk about Cersei. This whole battle. Okay. Okay. And how she is in complete denial about everything. Oh yeah. Completely, like she's yeah. completely convinced that they're going to win this, and they're they've already lost. Oh, yeah, like, while the city was burning, and what was his name, Ky- Kyvern or something, the, the maester, was, like, 
all the scorpions are done. There's still a dragon. What are you going to do? She's like, don't worry. The red keeps never fire. It's like, mm, you're, you're in trouble. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just love that. They kept Cersei's character. Cersei until the very end. Like, yes, and absolutely. Then, then she just sheds one tear when she yep. knows that she's done. Okay. She was at her most Cersei in this episode. She really was like, this is the most yeah. I've liked her. And yeah. that might be just because I knew where it was going. So you could probably tell. I mean, you could tell. Yeah, it, it was pretty obvious she wasn't making out of this episode. Yeah. Okay. So big twist. So Daenerys sitting on the wall on the dragon with the they bells. ring the bells because they, they surrendered. The Everyone surrendered. And she just looks at the red keep and is like, "That's my house," and just like "fuck you," and just destroys King's Landing. Everything, all of it, civilians and uh, people that just surrendered and Kings and friggin' Kings landing in the red keep. Yeah. And gray worm is with her. Like he's attacking the, the Lannister armies who have dropped their swords. And there's a moment where he looks back at John, who's trying to stop his men from fighting. So I think that's yeah. going to come back and bite John in the ass. I thought he was going to take a swing at John and John was going to kill him. Like that was how like mean the look was. Yeah, I don't. There's a lot that's going to have to be paid off in the next episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My favorite shot, though, was when Grey Worm started attacking because Daenerys started attacking. Grey Worm took it as a cue, started attacking people that just surrendered. And you see the whole army of Unsullied except for John and Davos. They're just standing there, which yeah. like, fuck yeah, Davos. Best character. Yeah. I, I saw like speaking of Internet reactions. Mm-hmm. There, I saw one that was John to Davos. This episode, did we just become the bad guys? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah, basically. Like Daenerys has gone full Mad Queen at this point. Like she's oh, she absolutely has. She's just fire everywhere. And now, how did this fit with her character? Because we talked a little bit about like her turning a little bit paranoid. I can see paranoid. Her turning a little bit like angry and a little bit like, you know, vengeful and a little bit like, well, screw you, Jon Snow. I'm going to fear people are going to fear me. Fits with character for the most part. This is the clearest cut where the show writers now go. You do not root for her for the first time in the whole series. She is not who you're cheering for. I think you're cheering for her up until that moment. I think that moment is meant to be heartbreaking. I think so. And it goddamn did it work. Like I, yeah. oh, like it, it's such a turn. Like seeing Tyrion's reaction and John's reaction, and she's just gone. Yep. I'm curious to see where she's at in the next episode. Yeah, and what was interesting was Romana watched this whole episode with me, um, and she goes, "I hate Daenerys. What a what a really terrible person. I can't imagine anyone ever having liked her." And I'm like. Yeah, I mean, you just up until a certain point, they made her this really great, really awesome character. I think, and, yeah, I think if you go back to, and listen to the lyrics to that Jenny of Oldstone song, I'm pretty sure it's about Daenerys. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. The one she had lost and the one she had found, the ones who had loved her the most. Yeah. Like. It, I think it's just going to be like, that's the ending of the show. Like her, like losing everything to get what she wanted. Interesting. She, now. All right. Prediction time. Will she get what she wanted? She has the throne. 
There's no throne. There's nothing. Like, well, do we? Do we never. We never saw the throne get destroyed. That's but like she'll be in rubble sitting on this chair. Like, all right. Well, if you no go, one else like, around. if you look back at the um, when she's in that house of dreams and has that hallucination of Cal Drogo after he's dead. Like yeah. there's there's a shot in there where she's in the uh, the throne room, and the roof is yeah. gone, and there's snow on the ground. So it was shown snowing in the like next episode thing. Yeah, which what you got the battle brought. Hold on, this is super off topic. So please let's finish this topic and then I'll like pivot us. Okay. So yeah, I I'm thinking we'll see that next week. She has the throne right now. I don't know how long she keeps it. She at least has it. It can't be long, especially with who they were setting up at the end. But we're not there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so battley talk. Yes. One thing that struck me about the battle, I went, oh, I guess all the Dothraki aren't dead now. I think they said they lost half the Dothraki. Oh, okay. I think I missed where they said that and just assumed they were all dead. Yeah, I feel I feel like the, the Night King was like, hey, Thanos, what's your strategy again? Okay, half, <laughs> I got you. Half got it. Oh, yeah, I think that was just a quick line when they were planning in Winterfell. Like that ha- makes sense. half the Unsullied, half the Dothraki. Yeah. Okay. So what's your other thread? That was my other thread. Oh, okay. That was it. So then after she attacks, I think next big scene is Jamie and Euron, right? Yeah. So let's talk about Jamie and Euron. That was fun. It was fun. It was nice little. It was a nice little like Maury daytime TV fight action in the middle oh, of Game yeah. of Thrones. Um, I was glad to see Euron get his. Like, I'm glad that Jamie oh, yeah. was able to actually kill him. Mm-hmm. I like that he called himself the king, like, the whole time. Yeah, he was so delusional. Like, he... Yeah. Like, he really thought that the baby was his. That was so interesting. Like, that he was just like, I'm a king, you killed another king. It's like, did you know? And then, and then the variant's like, I'm the guy who killed Jamie Lannister. And he just dies alone and nobody will know. Right, but also, he wasn't the guy that killed Jamie Lannister. I mean, he would have died anyway. Like, eventually... That part's true. Yeah. Um... No, that, that was a fun little moment. That wasn't my favorite mono mono fight in this episode, though. No, and definitely we, not. We, we need we need to talk about this because it was it's been building for eight years. Yes, it is. Glaglane Bowl. Ah, Hound versus Mountain. We they finally delivered. Excuse you, Hound versus Anakin. <laughs> Hound versus Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. How did you feel about what they did with his face? I was like, okay, take your helmet off and fight. Like, come on. Like, let's just see it. Yeah. You've been hiding it this whole time. I like that they made it part of the battle that he just knocks off the helmet. Yeah. I I liked it. Like, it wasn't. No, I think it was cool. Spectacular. It was really cool. Um, They've been building for this fight for so long. And it was nice to actually get that payoff. But even before that, like, just the Hound and Arya getting into King's Landing was fantastic. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I like that he turned her away. Yes. Like he like that's the other small moment that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Where he's just like, you need to go. Like revenge only will will 
you're not gonna like you're not making out here alive. Like you gotta go. You can't follow right. me anymore. I mean, and that was so true though. Like she wouldn't have gotten out alive. Like and she needed to have run away. Like she did yeah. the right thing. And then she's like, "Hey, thank you." And he, like he does the stop and turn. Like that's such yeah. a cliche. I was like, "Oh, that's a little bit cringy," but I'm gonna take it. Like that. Oh, is that the cringy part? That 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 was just like that was cliche. That was a big cliche. Like cinema sins will add like ten sins for that. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but it was still nice. Like that relationship needed a wrap up. That was the wrap up. Yes. Great. Yeah. They they've done a really good job of wrapping up these relationships in this show this season unless mm-hmm. unless your name is uh ghost <laughs> or if your name's oh what a good boy didn't get any pets but also if your name's brianne because that still makes me real sad yeah i mean didn't we talk like you were under the impression that he was going to kill her right yeah i that actually was a big thing because i was very wrong about that sorry listeners but like yeah i didn't i don't think i love this I d- I'm very upset with how they ended his story. Like that. He just goes yeah. back to her. Um, which I guess makes sense. Like he had his moment with Brienne, which everyone wanted. And I don't think it was fan service. I think he was just a conflicted character. I think he really did love his sister. And I think more than that, he loved the child that she was carrying. I think that might've been it at the heart of it. I think he loved their children like she did. Yeah. And I think that this was going to be his one chance to actually be a father and not just an uncle. Like, yeah. he could, like I think he kept, held on to that hope too much. And I think that's what did him in. I can get behind that. I can't, I don't think I love the whole, well, I've had Brienne, whatever, back to Cersei again. Like, and I think there's going to be a couple of people online that reduce it to that. Is like, they take the, the Brienne storyline and be like, well, it was just fan service. And I don't, I think I'm with you. I don't, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I th- I can see how like, there's a lot of things that they're doing in this season that can be seen as fan service, but yeah. I don't think they are. I can see the argument for it, but I don't buy it. Yeah. Um, okay. Back- how did you like who won at the battle of the Cleganes? Um, I loved it. I lo- did you, I loved everything about that fight. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm with you. They like the mountain tried to do his signature eyeball pokey move. Like the mountain gets stabbed in the head and is mostly okay. And I also like that in the end, they both die. I like yeah. that there was no good that would come from that feud and no good came from it. I think they both knew they were going, like, I think he knew going into it, he was going to die. Um, yeah. I think it's very significant that he sacrifices himself to kill his brother. And yeah. does it with fire. Like the fact that he hates yes. fire so much and pushes him through this wall and just down to a fiery death. Yep. Oh man. I love that scene so much. Like if there's any fights that I go back and rewatch from this, it's that. It's going to be that one. That's a good one. And w- I really liked the parts where they intercut it with Arya trying to run through King's Landing. Yes. That was really cool too. Cause it made that whole thing seem very dire and very desperate. Yeah, which it was, but like it really grounded the episode. I think it really did. It kept you like if like th- they showed that mother and her child through a lot of it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, who's this going to be? Like, this is going to either be important, important down the line, or they're going to be someone. And then they were just kind of there and like 
somebody for Arya to latch onto, and like yep. you, they save me, and now I have to save them, yep. and ultimately she can't. Like yeah, it's just heartbreaking. Like it is. They have that like whole like they really like the gratuitous shot of them being burnt on the ground, and like you just watch Arya break. Yeah, I, I think that's when she puts Daenerys at the top of her list. I think Daenerys is the only one on her list now. I think so. Hey, everyone else is dead. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We lost so many this episode. <sighs> All right. So we, we skipped over a part. Uh, we skipped over Jamie and Cersei dying. Yes. Well, I was just about to get to that. Yeah. So they basically, the hound let Cersei walk past, which like, fine. He never really gave a shit. And that's the ultimate. I don't give a shit. He even like even when he approaches them, he's like, "Your grace." <laughs> like he's yeah, even, like, he's even, like he just doesn't give a fuck about anything no. going on around him. Um. Yeah. So they go into the tunnels to escape, and their tunnel is collapsed in, and seriously, mm-hmm. just starts losing it. Like she wants, I want yeah. my child to live, and Jamie's like, "Okay, we're gonna die now." <laughs> but, right. Like he knows exactly what's going on, and he just holds his love sister, sister girlfriend yeah <laughs> baby mama sister ew all of it's bad yeah so they die but i don't know if anyone to know anyone knows that they die i feel like they don't i mean maybe like next episode like ah, oh, we found them in the rubble but like they're dead i mean they were already under the castle right. to begin with so i think Tyrion knows what their plan was so if he knows that yeah. the, those tunnels are collapsed and he sees that the boat is still there and he'll know. And he probably knows. Yeah. Um, but it was a good character moment. It was taking him back to like who they were literally season one, episode one, like it for as weird and messed up as it is that their brother and sister. They're this couple that loves each other almost no matter what. There's one thing that they did this episode that was, was a subtle callback. And I don't know if they planned this out or not, but so they killed Cersei on Mother's Day. Oh, they did kill Cersei on Mother's Day. They, Weird. They killed Tywin on Father's Day. Oh, they're planning this stuff out. <laughs> yeah, they're planning they, they that. They almost have to. Good job, um, show creators. Yeah. Like I knew I I had a feeling like going into it just because I saw that on the internet. It's like, oh, hey, um who's messaging me? Oh. Ryan, friend of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ryan. Um, yeah, I saw that. I was like, they're probably going to, they'll probably pay that off. Like, there's no way they don't. So, right. I think that's just a fun little factoid. So. Oh, yeah, it is fun. I didn't know that. And, like, I should have known. Like, I should have understood what today was. But, like, I didn't. And that's funny. Yeah. Okay. So, I have one, one thing that bugs me about this episode that wasn't really explained and maybe you pick something up that I didn't tell me. Okay. So Daenerys is laying waste to the city. City is burning. Yes. yes. Why is there wildfire going off? Yeah. All right. So I don't know. And I thought it was Cersei's contingency plan. I thought she was like, okay, I'm going to set off wildfire if they start taking the city, because I'm going to be the only one that rules the city. That's, that's what, what I, I thought it was. That's what I thought too. I thought she was going to blow up the whole city. Like she yeah. did the, um, the keep. Yeah, the, the, but I guess not. Like, I guess, or like, was it just like pockets of it that she had hidden around just in case? I don't know. Like, I hope there's an explanation for it, but, but that's what gets John to leave. 
like him and yeah, Davos. Yeah, like they, that's what gets them to leave. And they, they show it a few times. So I don't know if there's going to be a payoff for that or not, but that seemed weird to me that that was just kind of there with no, no one addressing it. It did, but I am happy that it made John leave because when he left, that was when I thought he's, when I thought everybody was like, Oh, they're going to blow up the whole city. Let's get out of here. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Okay. I'm, I don't glad, know. I'm I, glad we're yeah, on the that, same page. That bothered that. me too. Now that you bring that up. Maybe there's just a really big candle burning down in the, in the dungeons. I mean, maybe I'll buy it, whatever. Okay. So what did you find cringeworthy in this episode? I know you said you found a few things. Did we cover everything yet? All right. So I liked the payoff of like Euron Greyjoy fighting with Jamie Lannister. I think the fact that he honestly survived it all and wound up going to shore at exactly that spot at exactly that time was a little too coincidental. And like, I would have been completely fine with like, if you ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean 3, where like Norrington's walking off the ship and the ship's exploding around him. It's like that iconic slip. I would have been fine if that happened to Euron. Like if Dragon was blowing up ship and he went down with the ship, I would have been a-okay with that. Okay. Because I don't think that him stabbing Jamie in that way, like, or as much as he did, did a lot to add to the tension of what happened to Jamie ultimately anyway. Like, yeah. I don't think I was like, oh, no, all these bricks fell on him. Andy's stabbed. Now he's super dead. Like, I think his story could have continued on without that interaction. Yeah, I, I don't think we needed that. Like, he was going to die neat. anyway. Don't get me wrong. We didn't need it. I think him ble- him bleeding out like that, though, is what, kind of what makes Cersei break. I can see that. Like, that. Where part- she, like, knows now it's desperate. Yeah. Okay, anything else? Let me think. All right. This is going to be weird, but Arya hops on a horse at the very end. Um, okay. I'm horse. Gla- I'm glad we're on the same page. So Okay, good. They're setting her up to be the winner of this whole thing, right? Yeah, like, oh, absolutely they are. Like, the internet is unequivocally on her side. And, like, so is, like, the, so the showrunners and George R. R. Martin. Like, she's going to be the hero. So she's the prince that was promised, you think? Oh, Maybe. She didn't kill the... Mm, what color Daenerys' eyes? That's what I was thinking, too. I don't know. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna do the Google in while we talk. But, like, because okay. they said she's going to kill Green Eyes, so everyone's like, oh, she's definitely going to kill Cersei. And she did not. No, she didn't. But, ah, uh, see... Mm, maybe green. I think they're green uh, based on these pictures. I know in... Th- they're definitely green. Um, I know... According to the lore, they're supposed to be purple, but like that never got brought up in any of the show. Okay. Yeah, it looks like they're even coloring her eyes green a little bit more in these pictures I'm looking at. Hmm. So, I mean, probably that's her then. But then, is it just gonna be like the Starks rule the world now? Like at the end, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be weird if like the the finale of the show is just that the setup from the uh the pilot you have a i have a son you have a daughter we'll, we will join our houses and it's just aria and gendry on the throne <laughs> that would be funny do you think she would do it be on the throne yeah i don't know i think she would become like head of the king's guard i could see that so who Besides Danny, because we're taking Danny off the table. Yeah. Who do you think is going to be on the throne at the end of the 
end of next week. Oh, Jon Snow. You think it's going to be Jon Snow? Even though oh, hands down. Like, if, if he's not on there, I will be genuinely shocked. My money is... Uh, I don't know. I can see him dying. Okay. If he doesn't die, I can see it being him. I can also see it being Tyrion. That would be cool. I think Tyrion's dead, though. I don't know. I think the first thing she's going to do is kill Tyrion next episode. I think she's going to go, you clearly betrayed me. I told you the last time. The next time you betrayed me is your last. That was your last. How, did he, how did he fail her oh, with, with Jamie? With letting Jamie go. But she wouldn't know. Yeah, like Jamie's dead. So Yeah, so she wouldn't know. I don't know. Maybe I just want it. I don't know. I don't want it, though, because I like him enough. But I think he'd be a weird king. I think that he would be another really good hand. Here's the thing, though. Like, is it going to be Sansa on the the throne? Interior as the hand. I think think it'll be Sansa in. mm, It could be. They could be married and then joined. They did a. They made a big deal out of their relationship in the last few episodes. They really did. And you know what? I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. It's just kind of weird. Like that. Maybe that's part of the end game. It's the two of them, like yeah. in some way, like working together. I my like I did a thing on Reddit earlier. I was like, who they they were asking me who's going to be on the Iron Throne. I said Daenerys, but which I, I was kind of right. Like she got the throne. She but, got it. You were right. But I really wanted to say no one. Like no one's going to get it. Like it's just going to be gone. They're going to dismantle. I'd be okay it and, with it. Yeah. They develop their own form of democracy and George Bush sits on the presidency throne. I mean, his head's already in King's Landing, so. I know, they already set it up. That's what I like. The Night King comes back and just brings him back to life. <laughs> They're like, all right, it's going to be him. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, overall, great episode. I think things are going fast, but I think they need to be. Mission accomplished banner over the, the rubble of King's Landing. oh our country is silly yeah all right so you have any plans for the finale yeah so this is actually the first uh episode that uh i don't have improv before oh nice so i'm gonna i'm gonna go a little bit i'm gonna blow it out a little bit i might like mix like a game of thrones themed drink and like really just like like shut off the world and just do this okay i think i'm gonna watch it with my sister and her fiance and some Aww. friends. I've got I've got a bottle of Mother of Dragons waiting for me for the finale. Yes. I almost drank it. I almost opened it tonight for um, Mother's Day, but I was like, you know what? Something's telling me not to drink for this episode. <laughs> huh, and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> um. So. so, next episode is two hours. I don't know. I think next okay. episode is the same length, if maybe a little bit longer than this episode. Okay. I'm hoping it's closer to two hours. Because there's Me a too. lot that they have to do. Right. Yeah, there's um, a lot of like tension now that like like what happens when Daenerys is gonna land? She's like, my bad guy, sorry. Yeah, I think I don't think all hope is lost for Daenerys. Like, you don't I, think so? th- th- I think there's a shimmer of hope. But I so I don't know if anyone's there there is gonna be caring enough to actually pull her back into the light. 
so when I was first getting started in this whole Game of Thrones thing, especially when I started reading the books, there was this one uh, person I used to work with who would always tell tell me, she goes, Devin, no matter what you read in the books, no matter what you see on TV, no matter how things look, always trust Daenerys. She always has a plan. She always knows what she's doing. It might not seem like she does, but she always does. What if she does? What if like random ex-coworker of mine like is totally right about all of this and Daenerys has this bigger game that we all don't see yet but like i've been thinking about that the whole episode but i don't know what the bigger game is and i don't know what it could be i i don't know either i i don't know i don't want daenerys like this episode was so heartbreaking for her story like the last three episodes happened between losing Mm -hmm. jorah and like the reveal of john's lineage and Mm-hmm. Losing another dragon, and I don't want her to be completely gone, but I, I want someone to be able to pull her back. But I think the the two people that could, mm-hmm. John and Tyrion, I think they're just so dismayed with what happened. I don't know if that they, they have the the patience to do it. I agree. I I completely agree. I mean, and that's the thing is, if they like don't have the patience, and they're like. Daenerys, go fuck yourself. Like, they now have to deal with a dragon. Yeah. I mean, one of them is a Targaryen, so. Both of them are Targaryens. Yeah. I'm still holding out hope. They're both Targaryens. I mean, hopefully in the books. <laughs> I can't wait till, like, the dragon, like, dragon goes to, like, fire Tyrion to death, and he's like, oh, that's weird. I'm still alive. Yeah. Uh, next week's going to be. I was, a- I was also thinking about that, too, because. Me going into this season was of the mindset, hey, I now know, will know how Game of Thrones ends. When George R. R. Martin releases his books, I'm not going to care anymore because I know how it ends. I think I'm still going to care. I think the show's rushing it so much that it's actually pushing me towards what the books are going to be. I think that's how a lot of people feel. I'm sure yeah. George R. R. Martin's like, oh, I guess I got to finish his books now. He better finish his freaking books. It would be tragic if he didn't. Like, it would. How many more books are there going to be? Two. I think there could be two more. Okay. I mean that if he can release the next one in the next year, then he'll be set for life. Like, right. I mean, if he releases it in the next year and then comes out with the next one before I'm dead, then I'll be happy. I'm more worried about him getting out before he's dead. So. I am worried about him just giving up and being like, well, clearly this whole thing's up. Cause like he totally missed like the frenzy part of it. Like if he had released this new book in the middle of like season five, it would have made gangbusters. Or even in the wait between season seven and eight. Yeah. Like, but I think once, I think the fact that the internet's not liking this final season is just going to help the book sales even more. I, I completely agree. And that's what I was thinking about. And that that sucks, but do you think next week we go back to Winterfell at all? Yes, we have to. Okay. Because I think Sansa has to react to whatever happens. I think, like, I think it just has to, that has to happen. Like, we have to see what what happened to those characters there. Because, like, sure, they're all, like, sitting around Winterfell, but, like, Ghost needs his pets. I really hope that we get a payoff with Bran. Like, Bran's done nothing this season. (laughs) He's been doing the best stank eye any like of anything this whole season. But yeah, he has done nothing. 
hopefully we get we get something from him. I hope uh, so too. All right. So that's all I've got. That's all I got, man. I'm pumped for next episode. This was a big one. This was a big one. Uh, I think I was right last year. I think last episode I was like, I think this one's going to be a battle. And then the next one's going to be the fallout. That's my voice. And I think I was right. I I thought they were going to split it, like stagger it between the two, like have like a, a cliffhanger here and then have it like pick up. But I'm glad they did this. I'm curious to see what next week's going to be. I agree, because now they have a lot of time to fill and a lot of stuff to do that's not like, oh, well, they're just going to fight. I think this is my second favorite episode of the season. What was the first? Uh, a Night of Seven Kingdoms. Was that the first one? The, the one That's the one before the Battle of Winterfell where they're all just fighting. Yeah. And drinking. Like that one is probably my favorite episode of this whole show. And this one. I agree. Is this, this my second favorite of this season so far. We'll see how the finale goes. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. I, I have enough faith in the showrunners to think this next episode will be good. There have been very few show finales that I've been dissatisfied with. Like you and I were together for Lost. Like we, like we mm-hmm. watched that. Like I like that. I like that finale. So yeah. And I've actually given up on a TV show. Like I'm. Which just, one? Agents of Shield. <gasps> did I'm, you give up on it? I'm done with it. Like I did not. Why? Watch, I did not watch the premiere. Okay, so the main reason I was so invested in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for so long is that mm-hmm. it's in the MCU and it's part of this story. And and it runs parallel to what the Avengers movies are doing, right? It, like exactly. when Hydra takes over and falls, like they fall too. Exactly. So last year they teased like, hey, stuff's happening in New York in the finale. Like, so they were teasing like Infinity War. Yeah. Then they took off, like the show just came back two nights ago. So oh, had, from like that long. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow. so they're they're waiting until after Endgame to to like address the stuff that happens there. Right, because like spoilers. The snap. No. They're no. not addressing any of it. What? Are they yeah. still pre Infinity War in their timeline? No. They're like one year after the snap. And they're just not acknowledging it at all. That's super obnoxious. Yeah, I I'm so like the Netflix stuff. I could, I could live with it, not dealing with that. But I mean, even like daredevil, like the first season talked about the battle of New York. Yeah. And there's so much time between the battle of New York and like civil war that I can see that stuff happening in there. But like agents of shield has been so tied to it. Like I just have a hard time. Like if, if I read that they've addressed it in a, a way at all if they address it at all like maybe they're in an alternate timeline which is fine i could take that but spider-man homecoming's doing that well no even endgame did that like the alternate timeline thing where they oh changed, yeah because there was time travel in shield so i don't know if the, if i can get an official reason why there there's no snap why there's no dealing with the repercussions of everyone being gone for five years and then coming back all of a sudden yeah like if i if i can get a an excuse out of that, then I'll go back and watch it. But as of right now, that show ended with me last season. Like, wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, agents of shield. Yep. So that's the, that's the TV show we're doing next after game of Thrones on an agents of shield. Yeah. We, we can end with that. It can be a whole nother podcast. <laughs> Good. It, it'll be very lackluster until like 
Winter Soldier happens. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't get into it. I tried. It didn't work out for me. That, like the first, the first season is hard to watch. Like they yeah. do, they do like a, a tiny crossover with Thor: The Dark World, and then like the best movie. Once, yeah, you know, I really want to go back and rewatch it now since I watched that in game. Yeah, I, I don't yet, know. But, I'm still ambivalent, but that that show is just kind of treading water until they got to winter soldier when shield just disappears and they bring back hydra right like that's all that show was like it was just kind of like we're here but we can't really do anything until this happens yeah and then so, now we can do cool stuff yeah that's cool but, and like they, they they did get better like season four i think they brought in ghost rider oh really yeah which was really Weird. cool. That was a cool storyline. And it wasn't Johnny Blaze. It was, oh, I forget. The, it was the one who drives the car. There's only drives a car? Yeah. Was it Johnny Blaze, Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Johnny, ah. Johnny Blaze does have a cameo, but it's like his ghost rider form. So you don't actually see who it is. Damn it. But at one point, Colson gets the ghost rider, rider powers. Like, it, it's crazy. It's a, right, it's, it's a, it's a great arc. Um, do they address why Colson's back alive again? Yes, that's the whole thing. Okay, they actually the tell you. Season. Yeah, they tell you. Okay. Is it satisfying or is it just like it's I kind of want to go back and rewatch it just because they've addressed the Cree more in the MCU as a whole. It has, oh, it has to do it has to do with the Cree and like magic and that's pretty cool. Oh, I'll hold on for that. Yeah. Um it's definitely worth worth checking out up until recently. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. Okay, we're f- as far away from Game of Thrones. <laughs> We've gotten we really get. far off topic here. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah. one more episode of Game of Thrones. How are you feeling? I'm pumped. I can't okay. wait. And then I'm gonna be sad. Also, yeah. secretly, I think Romana's invested. I don't yeah. know if that caught up. I'm like, I think she's invested because she went. Oh, I want to see the next episode now, and I'm like, yeah, start from the beginning. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. Well. He can't start from the beginning, and if she watches next week, like she's gonna know how it's gonna end. So she is fine with spoilers; it does okay. not bother her, which okay. I love. I, I'm curious if my wife is gonna want to watch the uh, finale because she, she does. I wonder. She watched the premiere with me, but she didn't really mm-hmm. watch anything else. But I, I've told her what's happened, so I'm mm-hmm. curious if she'll wa- want to watch it just for like the pop culture aspect of it. I mean, it's the thing is, it's like a pop culture touchstone at this point. Like, it's what everyone's gonna be talking about the water cooler tomorrow. Like. Oh my god, like it's it's just what's gonna happen. Like that's what com- is gonna dominate conversation tomorrow. So it's just a thing. I want you to go up to your water cooler tomorrow. And be like, oh my god, Daenerys, blah 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 blah. And just I'm gonna do, do it. Do, do do that exactly. We have two new people starting tomorrow. That's how they're gonna introduce to Devin. It's gonna be great. Oh nice. And then just why not? Just like plant your flag. Like I am a Daenerys Targaryen supporter all the way. <laughs> oh, I should do that. Get a red hat that says "Make Den- Make Westeros Great Again" and it just has the Targaryen oh. symbol. It's little like dragons on the side. I should do that. You've only got twelve hours, so. All right, here it goes. I've done I've done stupider things in twelve hours. <laughs> All right, for you have to watch this podcast, Game of Thrones edition. I'm Alan, and I'm Devin, and we'll see you next week.